Hey y'all, hey, this is your girl Lex. I want to thank you so much again for coming on and tuning in. I'm going to call this a bonus show, but no, really, um, I didn't come on the first of the month, you know, which was March 1st. And of course, everyone knows I've become, I've made a good habit out of posting an episode every week by 6 p.m. on Sunday. That's always my goal. I was definitely um, not feeling my best yesterday, and I love you all so much. As much as I miss coming on the air and doing the show, posting the show on Sunday, because I'm normally doing it live, um, I actually just was like, let me not come on and have to do it. I'd rather just wait till I feel a little bit better, and so I do feel a little bit better. So thank you all who reached out to me and told me that they hope I feel better. You know, I thank you so much for your support. Um, Support can be shown in so many different ways. It's not always just showing up when someone needs you to show up just to, you know, rally them more like, hey, I'm there. But it's also just saying, hey, I know you're not feeling well. I know you're tired. Go ahead and get your rest. You know, go ahead and take care of you. And then hit me, you know, holler at me when you're done. You know, that is also being support. That is also being a good friend. So that might just go ahead and be the wisdom drip for tonight, you all. I had a whole other wisdom drip plan, <laughs> but I think that's a good wisdom drip right there. Just understand that support can be shown in different ways. And I mean, if you just go by the golden rule, which is also in the word of God, that says treat others how you would like to be treated. If you want people to give you grace and mercy when you're not feeling well, when you're not at your best self, then just make sure that you're extending that same thing to others, okay? So that was it. That's a real quick wisdom drip. Like I said, I normally don't do that at the top of the show, um, but I normally greet you all. So again, let me right back around. Thank you so much again. Happy Monday. I hope that you all had a great Monday. I hope that you all had a blessed weekend. I like the fact that at least over the weekend, for the most part, it was sunny, even if it was still a little chilly and breezy and cold, but it was definitely, I think, a good weekend. So, and happy Women's History Month, ladies. Woo, yay. Happy Women's History Month. I'll definitely be posting things in honor of wisdom, of, um, you know, um, of um, Women's History Month. Wisdom posts, yes, you know, definitely, but great posts and stuff to just honor women this month, you know. So, yes, um, I think that it's great that we have a month, you know, that they try to dedicate to women. And, of course, women of all races, ages, creeds, you know, genres and businesses and careers and everything. There's so much out here. So, just again, happy Women's History Month. Happy happy um, New Month. Happy March. You know, we're going into different seasons now. I can't wait till the weather breaks. I mean, I normally don't say that. I'm normally a person who can pretty much try to dress cute and, you know, feel my best self and be productive and different things in any type of season. Even though I think fall is probably my best. It's still my favorite season. I'm definitely one of those people who's definitely ready for the summer months to approach. Probably because I have a cruise coming up in another month, so I'm looking forward to that. For anybody who's ever been on a cruise or been out of the country, I've never done any either one, but I've had my passport probably for about two years now, so I'm looking forward to dusting that sucker off and going ahead and going on a cruise. I'm so excited. I'm supposed to be cruising the Caribbean islands, so... I'll have to definitely check in with you all, maybe go live if I can, or at least post some video footage and some, you know, behind the scenes of my stories, you know, after that. So again, let me just go ahead and make sure I bring that in as well. If you're not following us on social media, Lex in the City Show underscore podcast, okay? That is on Instagram, 
all the other platforms, Sex in the City Show. There's two Facebook pages out there. I can't seem to get one pulled down and deleted. So I think I'm just going to figure out a way to, you know, utilize them both. So if you go on Facebook and you see two podcast pages, one has a picture of myself, the host, Lexi Chade, brown-skinned young lady. I think I'm cute. <laughs> and then the other one is just like a blank picture. Um, so I'll probably just post that as the logo and still just have them both. So that way, I guess that that works. Because maybe if people come and they actually have seen me before in person or seen me go live or anything like that on the page, and they'll say, hey, oh, okay, that's Lex from Lex in the City Show. Or if they haven't seen either, say they just recognize the logo because they listen to it on Anchor or Apple Podcasts, and that's what they see. And they'll say, oh, okay, it's this page. So thank you, Lord, for that. Because <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't really know. And who wants to have to be in charge of two pages? But again, if I can't seem to get them deleted, might as well utilize them. And so again, Lex in the City Show. And then if you want to follow me on Twitter, because I do plan to tweet more, I am Lexi Sade. And all of these websites can actually be found on LexiShade.com, just to keep it simple. Lexi, L-E-X-Y-S-A-D-A.com. All right? So, again, thank you so much. So, if you have been following, if you hadn't, and you have actually been supporting, meaning liking the posts, you've been commenting on the posts, you've been reposting and sharing, I just want to let you know that there is a reward for that. So this month, special month, since this is the first month I'm officially announcing winners for the competition for just showing support for the show on social media, I'm just going to go ahead and say the winner, actually, I did a random name picker. I did it through like a Wheel of Fortune style type thing. And the winner is actually Tequila. Tequila Walker actually is the winner of the, of the random name picker for the competition for the Lex in the City show this month. But I also decided to do something special in honor of Women's History Month and also just because I just believe, of course, in just rightfully giving everything that's owed to anyone, you know. When did the Caesar was due to Caesar. And so NECA, Elkridge, and Eldridge, I believe, I'm sorry, and Jeffrey Young, you two will also win something from the Lex in the City show. So I will post the random name picker selection that I did, post a picture of the number one winner, but then my two runner-ups will also have their picture posted, with their permission, of course. And I will actually post something about the gifts that they won, either later on today or definitely by Wednesday, for sure. So, And I'll be sending those out. So just be on the lookout, everyone. So thank you so much again to Kayla, Necker, Eldridge, and... Jeffrey Young for your constant support of the show. All right, so moving right along, the topic for tonight is going to be, um, so again, every time I do these posts, you all, every time I, I post anything, every time I, you know, do something about the show, there's usually always a reason behind it. And like I said, every time I go to talk about a topic, it's always something usually that um, the God has already dealt with me about before. Um, either in my conscious or my subconscious. So I have grappled with something for a long, long time, okay? So the topic for tonight is going to be what it means to be a kingdompreneur. I don't know if any of you all are familiar with the word, but no worries. I'm going to break it down a little bit for you as I go through the show tonight. And I want to give you all words of advice and encouragement in and through the process of being and becoming, becoming and being a kingdompreneur. And then I also want to just talk about how this revelation just became clear and how I do believe that this is something that God has called me to 
And so I'm hoping that this this topic tonight is something that if it touched you, if it under if you if it's something you've been just like I said, just battling, you know, through confusion and, and just uncertainty and different things, trying to be what they what's called a kingdompreneur. Just, you know, hear from the sister here. I definitely understand your frustration. It's definitely not an easy walk, which is why I feel like you definitely have to be called to it. And again, I'm gonna go ahead and try to break it down, okay? So Again, this came from years of confusion, shame, frustration, you know. So the other the other day, I was, I don't know, I was I was asleep and I was waking up out of my sleep and I could feel something for those who are who who do have um who are spiritual people and have a relationship with the Lord. I don't know if ever you felt like a stronghold or a breakthrough. Like you've actually felt it almost physically. So like the other day I was in my sleep, it's gonna sound crazy, but I'm not crazy at all. And I felt like I heard and felt like a snap, like poop, like a pop. I was like, hmm, I wonder what that was. You know, but in my spirit, I could feel like something just broke. I don't know what that was. So literally as I was sitting there, just kind of going through my evening, going through my night, and I just began, it's like questions begin to come to me. Like, well, God, am I a business owner? Am I an entrepreneur? Like, like, is this a life that you're calling me to? And if so, then why is it so hard for me? You know, why is it that I can't seem to do this? And I started to think about different different businesses that I've started. Like I've done a jewelry business before. I tried to do a travel business before. I even tried to do the popular, well-known Mary Kay. And I still use some of the products because I have a girlfriend who still sells the products. But I just could never become passionate about these things. And then the word and the term kingdompreneur dropped in my spirit, okay? So basically, I'm sitting here like, hmm, kingdompreneur. And it's like God began to show me because I have had people, like, for example, my pastor, actually speak to me and, and, and say that he can recognize that I had what's called the entrepreneur spirit. But it's like at that moment, what God showed me is that I'm not intended to just be an, any entrepreneur. You know, and that's no shade or disrespect to anyone. But there's kingdompreneur, basically the term, just to summarize, comes from a person who is called to entrepreneurship and business, but for the kingdom, for the sole purpose of fueling and funneling money and support and resources into the, for the kingdom of God, okay? Let's just go ahead, just put it, summarize it out there. When you, if at, Throughout the night, if you hear me mention kingdom, kingdompreneur, kingdom, uh, his kingdom, then I'm talking about the kingdom of God, okay? So it was like, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So when I think back on some of those other business ventures, it's that I couldn't really get passionate about them because I believe that everything that God has called me to do. Now, don't get me wrong. Being a kingdompreneur doesn't necessarily mean that your business is is going to necessarily have the name of the Lord in it or the Holy Spirit or God or anything like that. Don't. That's not what I'm saying. It might. It's the, that doesn't, like, you might be called to beauty. That doesn't mean that your beauty pro- product is going to be House of the Lord, my cosmetics. <laughs> you know, like, some of you all are real deep. I don't want you all to think it's that. Like, for example, one of the businesses I feel like I'm called to is um, events and event marketing and stuff like that. So, but my business name that I have has nothing to do, doesn't have anything spiritual in it. But it's almost like the heart and the passion and the principles and everything else that go behind it 
that makes it a kingdom business, if that makes sense. And then, of course, whatever the ultimate goal is or what I plan to use the finances generated from for it, the integrity or, you know, how I choose to run and operate on a day-to-day basis. And, and, and same thing for you all if you're listening and you feel like that's your heart and your calling. That's, that's where that comes into play, okay? So, just moving on. There's, it says... Um, the term entrepreneur spirit, and this was taken from Forbes, just to kind of define that for you all who you all who's not familiar. It says Forbes describes it as an attitude and an approach to thinking that actively seeks out change rather than waiting to adapt to change. It's a mindset that embraces critical questioning, innovation, service, and continuous improvement. Okay, so basically that means that you can be a Christian that happens to be a business owner, right? And I feel that that is very popular and common. And that, again, is not to dumb down, water down, or disrespect anyone else's business and, or necessarily how you run your business. Because one thing that I know for sure, if you truly have the Spirit of God, if we truly have the Spirit of God living on the inside of us, then He will convict and deal with us when we're operating in any form or fashion that is contrary to His will. But you could be a Christian business owner and your business not be directly called to do something that's going to benefit the kingdom, per se. It could just be that God could still use your testimony of success and the fact that, you know, you still run your business in decency and in order, you know, and in a way that can be pleasing to him. He could still get the glory from that. But again, um, if I have to go down... I also wanted to just state that I believe that a select few people are called to be kingdompreneurs. And then the website, there's a website, there's a whole, listen you all, if you Google and search kingdompreneur, it's a whole system that comes up. But of course I have something to say about that a little bit as well as I go through the show. But this is an exciting topic for me if it doesn't sound like it. But if I sound very serious in my voice and my tone, it's because there is a certain seriousness to it, of course, you know, but... To me, it's a blessing to know that, okay, God has called me specifically to certain things and specifically to to partner with him as a kingdompreneur. So it says, kingdompreneur now says, a kingdompreneur provides products and services to people for profit with pleasure to honor the king, Jesus, while promoting the kingdom of God and staying focused on kingdom projects. So again, just to be clear, king is Jesus. Kingdom refers to the kingdom of the true and living God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, so again, I have a few little points here, and again, this message, like I said, is, is a, is, I'm writing it as a serious thing, but it really is like so eye-opening. I don't know if you all have ever felt like that, if you've ever felt like you were just walking through life and just kind of like under a cloud and just like, I don't really know what's going on, I don't really know what to do, you know, um, and, and then all of a sudden it's like you just get clarity and you get understanding on your path. And I mean, let's be real. A lot of times that takes a while. I've always felt guilty because I felt, always felt kind of unclear. Like, well, what is going on? And why this? And why that? But when I tell you, I'm like, God, I think God just got tired of seeing me struggle with this thing, y'all. Like, let me help her out. And just, and that's, and he, and let's be real. I don't know about you all. God speaks to me a lot in my sleep or when I'm first waking up or when I'm trying to settle myself down to go to sleep because it's almost like that's one of the only times that he can sometimes get us to be still. I know for me it's true. So he like dropped that thing in my spirit, like let me help my daughter, boom. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. So now I feel like I have a path. And just know that it's, it's, it's something that I'm, because I'm just now getting the revelation about it, 
it's the beginning stages of the process for me. It may have been something that God has always called me to, but just understand I'm just now stepping foot on that path, you know, and, and with this newfound knowledge from the Lord. So I have to continue to pray and seek and whatever else he called me to do fast, whatever the case may be, to really bring this thing home. Um, but again, I'm just the purpose of tonight's topic, and I may be only speaking to certain people. And if you can't relate to this, I completely understand. But if you know someone who can, you know, who is a kingdom business owner, who is a Christian that has a business, and they want to know more about what's a kingdompreneur and how do you maybe get with God or figure that out and those kinds of things, and definitely please pass this this along. And then if you just want to listen, just to get a few extra spiritual tips about business, then please feel free to stay on. So before I actually get into those tips, I want to go ahead and say that I'm still doing the competition every month. There will be a new winner for the month of March announced at the beginning of April and so on and so forth. So the only stipulation is that you can't win two months back to back, but you can win multiple times throughout the year. So we're still in season one of the Lex in the City show. This is episode nine of for tonight. I plan to go consistently every month, at least for the rest of the year, doing this show, bringing you different topics. I already have people reaching out to me about being guests, so I'm just trying to work out the logistics stuff behind that, as in I haven't the technical portion of it, and making sure I have secured my office studio space and that kind of stuff, but know that that is coming. That is definitely on the horizon very, very soon, but for those of you who've been listening to me for 30, 40 minutes at a time, me only, thank you so much. (laughs) I don't care if you only listen for 15, 20 minutes. They still record it as a play. Hopefully you still got something good. You know, I'm, I'm having to do things in portions too. I might start a YouTube sermon, come back to it later. I might start some, reading a book, read a few pages, come back to it later. It is what it is. Put a pen in me, come back and finish the episode later. I appreciate it. But just if you've listened to me, like I said, 10, 15, 20 minutes at least at a time. I'm normally on here between 30 and 40 Hey, noted. You're good in my book. I appreciate the support nonetheless. Okay, so the word for tonight for the new competition. Again, if you get the word, the simplest thing is to just email me at lexandthecityshow at gmail.com, whatever email you don't mind being contacted back on, and just give me the word in the subject line or somewhere in the body. And tonight, the word is kingdompreneur, because I want to encourage you all to learn more about with this thing, like get into it. Learn what a kingdompreneur is. If it's something that you believe God has called you to be and you can identify with it, I definitely suggest looking into some affordable resources or books or something to learn more. But then, of course, there's a lot of free options out there. I think I was just accepted into a group called Kingdompreneur on um, Facebook. So definitely just look into some things. All right. So, again, the word for this evening is kingdompreneur. If you already follow Lex in the City Show underscore podcast, or you already follow me on Twitter, or whatever the case may be, at me, contact me somehow just to let me know that you're listening. If you are my personal friend or family member, and you listen to the podcast and you hear me say the word, definitely let me know, because I'm telling you all, I'm tracking this. I had 80-something people, 80-something name entries in the one for February, and like I said, one person won. And then I had two decide to have two runner-ups. And then let me let me tell you all this, because it really is a random name picker. So I would like to say that the more you post and the more you comment, you're going to win. But I have to be honest, I can't lie. I haven't found one that, that judges it that way. So it's really random. So you legit could just repost 
or share something one time and you tag me and I see it and your name gets entered and you still win whatever the gift is for that month. However, I will continue to do one or two runner-ups because, again, I do believe that those people who are constantly supporting do deserve to have their chance to win and an acknowledgement and those things. But any support still, you know, that one time, that two times, that three times, it still gets accounted for. I just want to make sure I let you all know that, okay? Because I know everybody's busy. People have a lot going on. So, to me, any moment that you take to stop, to just comment, to just you know, repost, to, to retweet, to, to share to your story or whatever the case may be, anything about me, about the show. I give God the glory. I thank God for you all. I couldn't be doing this with you all. Oh, let me just go ahead and put this out here. I'm now at about 102, 103 plays, and we've I've only been consistently doing the show again for two months. So again, episode nine, I don't think that's bad. I'm believing God for so much more, not for me, but again, because this is something that he put back for my heart. He's the reason that I'm choosing to be consistent with this thing. And I'm just hoping that it's being a blessing to you all. All right. So moving on, it's just a few more points. So if you're still with me, just stay with me. Rock with me. I'm almost done. So I just want to start off by saying, number one, you're not crazy. If you've now recognized after hearing me speak about it, or maybe you heard the term from somewhere else or someone else, that you're a kingdompreneur. Hopefully, you're also getting used to the fact that most people will not and do not and will not understand you. Uh, there's a scripture in John 1, 5. I'm going to try to quickly go ahead to it, you all. Are any of the Bible app users out here? I definitely have hard Bibles. I have a nice one by T.D. Jakes. It's a women's study Bible. But I still am just so used to using the app, I guess, because I like the fact that you can go to the different versions and stuff, if I'm being honest, that you can highlight stuff right on there and make notes. Okay, so there's a scripture, the New King James Version, and it says, and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. So sometimes when you're in this certain life, it's like people who, unless you, you know, are walking the same path or similar path, people who are called to be business owners in general, Let's just be clear. Not even necessarily anything related to God, the Bible, anything spiritual. If you are really destined by God still, because he gives us all a purpose, whether we acknowledge him and acknowledge that or not, to be a business owner, most people around you, let's be real, especially in the African-American communities and the DMV area, places where our parents came from, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, whatever, they were taught to get a job, stability, stay in that thing forever. You know, there's so many uncertainties in being a business owner, being an influencer and all these different things that give you the freedom, but don't necessarily always at first come with the outcome, like the, um, the financial outcome. That is a faith walk in and of itself. Okay, so again, most of the time people around you will not understand you. Sometimes they won't support you. And I would say as a kingdompreneur, this is even harder because a lot of times the instructions that we get are coming straight and strictly from the Holy Spirit. And it's like the manna from heaven for the children of Israel. It sometimes only comes on a daily basis, <laughs> an hourly basis by the minute. So it's almost like we have to be so much more intentional on how we hear from God and get confirmations. And sometimes we got to wait on the thing. Like it might be a time where we want to go ahead and make this move. And the world will tell you, go ahead and make that move, girl, before you lose time. And God is like, wait, because his timing is perfect. So when you're a kingdompreneur, you know, you're faith walking this thing. And so faith is the substance of things we don't see, right? The evidence of things hopeful. I always get that mixed up, but hopefully you all can check me and let me know if I'm wrong because I don't have that scripture right in front of me. But it's still basically the basis of faith is that you don't see it. 
You don't see what's going on. You don't see where this road is going to lead. You know what I mean? So I just want to make sure that I put that out there that, you know, you're not crazy. And don't expect everybody to understand because trust me, this is not a life. Business ownership and entrepreneurship definitely is not built for the faint of heart. And I feel like even deeper being that for God, for the Lord, truly and standing on that is even harder because most of the world don't understand those kind of principles. So, yes. And then also I want to note that the Holy Spirit will always lead you. The Holy Spirit won't drive you or force you to do anything. And see, someone said this. I don't know if I read it or what, but it said the Holy Spirit leads. The enemy tries to drive. Like, so if anything is driving, like people say, oh, I got drive. Normally that drive is somewhere else. It's rooted in something else. Because the Holy Spirit, while he will advise us, right, he will convict us he will lead us he will nudge us to a certain extent but god is a gentleman and he's never going to force us or push us per se to do anything you know um and he's definitely not going to push us to do anything evil and against his word and his will but even in doing his his will it's a gentle nudge it's a leading it's a guiding it's a holy spirit prompting it's a soft you know push so if you feel driven for anything like i ain't gonna lie i felt driven about money before I felt driven behind a person I was dating or dealing with. You know, like something always pressing me. Oh, reach out to this person and do it. You got to check that. And so I think that's good to know in business because you want to make sure that, again, your motives are pure. If you feel like you're called to be a kingdom entrepreneur, you want to make sure that whatever you feel like you're being prompted to do is really a prompting from the Holy Spirit and not from anything or anyone else. Okay? All right. So going into my next point, refuse to give your desire... Give into your desire to be like someone else. So there's a term called the imposter syndrome. I want to make sure you all hear that. There's a term called the imposter syndrome. Okay. I'm moving along nicely, you all. I might actually be able to do this in a little over 30 minutes. Glory to God. And not that I feel like I need to rush. But again, because I'm the one voice you hear, I don't want to bore anyone. I want to make sure I'm touching on my points. So that you all can get the message, get your little nuggets, and go on wherever God is leading you. So the term, I just Googled it, you all, real quick. And I believe this website says hbr.org. And it's the imposter syndrome. It says imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. So I was saying don't give into your desire to be like anyone else. Because, and the reason that I can strongly (laughs) encourage you all in this is because I have tried to do that. Like legit the other day, and another thing that I felt like, because it was a conversation, like I don't you know how you can have multiple conversations in one conversation? That's what I felt like me and God was in here doing the other day. And so, because I kept feeling like I'm one of those people who try to always humble myself. And I'm always willing to be led. And I'm always willing to to, to follow. And, and you know, because and, and they say a good leader has to know how to follow. And I'm always looking to, you know, like, oh, well, maybe I can get this from this place or Maybe I can get this from this place. And it's like, I, I felt like I heard God say, but what if you're the, what if what I'm telling you to do is the blueprint? What if what I'm telling you is the prototype? Meaning like the, 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 the only example, 
you know, like it's something that's never been done, something that's never been created. So how can you follow something or someone on something that is, it hasn't even been produced yet? You know, it's like he had to like show me that. So I was like, man, that's so true. So that would make sense as to why I feel like I, I don't have mentors necessarily per se in certain ways, you know. Or because I'm always like, oh, well, I'm going to buy this book and I'm going to do this. I'm going to attend this seminar. I'm going to attend this workshop. And none of it seems to blend. But there's a scripture where it says, um, it's um, da, 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 John 10, 27. And it says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. So the reason I'm saying I try to fight this desire to be like everyone else or to look for something or someone to follow in your business model, if you're a kingdompreneur and stuff like that, it's not that you can't take bits and pieces and stuff from people. I'm not saying that. It's not that you can't have a business mentor. I'm just saying be prayerful about these things because what will happen is it'll make you want to model what you're doing behind the world which, of course, God is not going to want because he's trying to teach you how to build something new and better that's going to benefit you and his kingdom in the long run. But then also the rest of the world tries to tell us to... It can just lead to you being misled, and I just don't want to see anyone being misled because I feel like I have been misled a couple of times. Thankfully, I'm a person who's tight with my money, so I can't always say that it's cost me money, but it's definitely cost me brain power. It's cost me energy. It's cost me time for trying to link up with the wrong people because I would be chasing the wrong people, like people that were never, that were never meant to be a part of whatever it is God has me to be a part of. And, and, you know, it has for me ultimately. And then what will happen is they'll end up taking something from me, like I said, whether that be energy, resources, time, and they get to build up and, and continue on with whatever they're doing, and then I'm depleted, and then what God has for me to get built up and continue building on doesn't happen and doesn't occur, okay? So I just want to make sure that you all know that. Also, the world teaches us to live from the outside in. God teaches us to live from the inside out. Reason being, if you're a kingdompreneur, if you're a Christian, God, and you've given your life to Christ before, then he has strategically placed um, and intentionally placed his Holy Spirit now on the inside of us. So he wants us to live outwardly, inwardly to outwardly, not the other way around. Another scripture is be in the world, but don't be of it. So we have to exist in this world. We have to run our businesses, certain things that we have to do, similar to what the world does, just on a business model aspect. But again, the core values, the core principles, the ultimate goals, our heart posture in the situation has to be different, has to be reflective of the Lord if you're a kingdompreneur, okay? So number two, sorry if I was ranting with that, but <laughs> I just want to make sure you all understand. So as an entrepreneur for the kingdom of God, you're even more of a threat to the enemy which all of us in the body are. But you are definitely <laughs> like public enemy number one to the enemy himself, okay? Which, of course, we as in Christianity recognize and understand as Satan. It's the devil, okay? Lucifer, okay? So there's a scripture that says, and it's also about the kingdom of God. It says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God has been subjected to violence and violent people have been raiding it. So basically, it's like, just be prepared that the enemy will try to come for you. Um, your every creative idea, every business relationship, your finances, your faith, 
He's trying to come for it all because your success goes hand in hand with the building up of the Lord's kingdom. So why wouldn't Satan send his goons, minions, and devices after you? But there's a scripture that says that we're not ignorant to his evil schemes and devices. There's also another scripture that says submit to God, resist the devil, and he will run from you. So the more we submit and surrender to God, and sometimes, y'all, let's be real, that, that, that definitely means us being humble. That definitely means us slowing down. That definitely means us being patient and waiting for those further instructions. The more we do those things, submit to God, be it in his word, of course, get in that word, you know, listen to those Christian podcasts and YouTube pages where people really are teaching and speaking the word of God. The more we do these things and put those things into action, then the more we're submitting to God and that devil will run from us. Meaning anything and anybody keep trying to come against and come into our life and come into our space that's here to distract us, to divert us, to discourage us, to tell us lies, to get us off course, whatever the case may be. God will continue to build up, so to speak, a protection for that so that we don't fall for it. You know, even if we fall for it a little bit, he'll definitely bring it back home for us to be like, hey, really back in, okay? Because I know he's done it to me on a regular basis, still do it now. So even some of those other Christians, quote unquote, be careful. Test that spirit through the word of God. Test that spirit through the Holy Spirit. Test it through prayer and let God lead you. All right, number four, in the same token, be careful of who and what you align yourself with because the enemy plotting to use people not to enhance, but to tear down what God is building. And some scriptures in reference for that is 1 Peter 5, 8 and John 10, 10. I won't read them, but if you want to know what I mean about, you know, other Christians and saints coming and the enemy using them as tools as well, 1 Peter 5, 8, John 10, 10. And let's be real, any of us can be used not necessarily by God, but by other influences, including the enemy. Um, we're not demon-possessed as Christians because the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us, but we can be demonically influenced if we don't, again, even ask God to help us try our spirit by His Spirit. Because he will show us when something else is an operation, Jezebel, whatever the case may be, anything that's not of God, okay? It is God's will that you prosper. Again, John 10, know that God has a special inheritance for those of us who choose to continue his race. So there's a scripture in Galatians 6, 9, and it basically says, don't grow weary in doing well. You know, don't grow weary in doing well because you will reap a harvest if you don't faint. So being a kingdompreneur, being a business owner at all, sometimes you go through different challenges and things and you want to quit and give up. So being that in the kingdom and the body of Christ because you're calling and whatever it is you're doing is so, so much bigger than yourself. Of course, you definitely get discouraged sometimes. But just keep in mind that there is a bigger blessing on the other side of you, of that. So it says, let us not become weary in doing good, but at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So stay encouraged, you all don't quit. Okay? And I also was saying, don't let the world continue to tell you that having money and being successful is a sin. The love of money leads to sin, but having money itself is not a sin. After all, God's word also says that the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. So I don't know what this is, and I like that my pastor teaches on it, and I think my pastor even before that taught on it. For some reason, there's this misconception, especially in this DMV area, because there's so many people living paycheck to paycheck, that makes you feel like to have money and to have possessions as a child of God or as a pastor even, that that means that you are in sin, that means that you're tricking the people, that means that you're misusing it. And so, so many Christians feel like they have to hide their success, hide their wealth, 
because the world tries to make us feel like we're supposed to be broke and struggling and impoverished. And that's not God's will. That is not his will. Galatians 6-9, it's like he wants to bless us. He says that he wants us to do, he wants to do exceedingly abundantly, give us exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. So why, that doesn't sound like uh, impoverished, that doesn't sound like poverty, that doesn't sound like struggle, that doesn't sound like lack. You know, he said he made us the head, not the tail. He placed us above, not beneath. So it's not his will that any of us should struggle because his word also says he reigns on the just and the unjust, meaning the righteous and the unrighteous, God still looks out and take care of. But if the people in the world can make all this money, then why is it that the people of God can't? There's also a scripture that says that the wealth of the wicked is stored up for God's righteous. Okay, so... While the people out here being wicked, flaunting this stuff, just understand that if you are a child of God and you feel like you're called to be a kingdom preneur and you're doing it God's way, just know that there's a select level of growth and um, wisdom and um, wealth out here that you're going to get that you might take care, take away from that person who's not serving God in their business just because you have a heart to serve God in your business. Okay, so just want to let you know that. So, again, let me just wrap it back around and summarize to some, you know, before we end. The purpose of today's show was to encourage those of you who are called to the marketplace to represent the kingdom, to find your niche, and to properly place, but be leery of those who get directions you take and follow and surround yourself with. Be prepared in the Lord to fight the enemy with the word when he comes against you and your calling. And overall, remember that God is more vested in you and your success and in the success of your business since he's the one that called you to kingdom entrepreneurship. I know me for one, I'm just really opening my eyes to this realm. So to speak, although a minister called to entrepreneurship, James L. Stanfield just taught a whole class on this, but I wasn't ready to hear it, y'all. When he was teaching it, I wasn't ready to hear and receive. But I pray that you all have gotten what I've said so far and that you look for, and I look forward to learning more while I continue to go forward in my callings. And I promise to share as much as I can when I can. And lastly, I want to leave you all with this mandate. From Dr. Shirley Clark, who's someone that I also stumbled upon in doing my research about kingdompreneurship. And she said, according to these scriptures, a business operates as part of God's kingdom in several ways. As an expression of God's command for dominion, as an opportunity for others to participate in dominion, as an opportunity for people to work as a team, as the only hope for the poor to receive material help, and as an opportunity to gain influence in the community. Businesses are the fuel in any viable city. She said, so if you are a Christian in business and you have a higher calling than just being a plain entrepreneur or business owner, you are a kingdompreneur, one who has been called to finance the gospel and to bless others. Okay? And then she gave a scripture that says, Deuteronomy 8, 18, in the King James Version said, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto his fathers, as is this day. So again, it's God's power, God's will that we get wealth. He empowers us to get wealth. So don't feel like you got to stay broke, Christians, okay? Kingdom penuous, that's not God's will, all right? So again, I also encourage you all, if you're not saved, you don't have the, the Spirit of God living on the inside of you, but anything that I've been saying or that you've heard somewhere has encouraged you to want to give your life to Christ, feel free to go back to my podcast. There's a very, very quick prayer of salvation just to get you started. I encourage you then to, of course, get into a true, loving, biblically-based church teaching the biblical Word of God, and that has maybe opportunities of fellowship and stuff. 
where you can continue to grow and develop in your relationship with God. And I just want to thank you again for tuning in. And again, for those of you who've been struggling, you've been walking through life, you're like, listen, I know God called me to kingdom business, but for some reason I can't find my my tribe, so to speak, people call it. I can't find my niche. I can't find where I'm supposed to go. Stay encouraged. You know, I encourage you again to look up research about kingdompreneurship. Find the right books and the right people to hang around with. Pray about that, that God will send you the right people. And stay encouraged and keep doing what you do. And just know that God will bless you in due time. Consistency is key. All right, again, the word for tonight is kingdompreneurship. That was Kingdompreneur. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love you all. Have a good night. Peace.